friends, I am just so excited that you are here with me. My name is Ashley Hand. I am a runner who loves, loves, like really, really loves pizza. I started out not able to run a single mile and now I am a two-time New York City marathoner. I'm also a certified nutrition coach who focuses on deep health and that means whole person health. I really get into mindset with my clients and I'm here to share that with you guys. My coaching philosophy really comes down to the fact that better is better and things don't need to be so complicated all the time. I'm so excited to share this with you. If you are listening to this on a run, I am so proud of you. And if you are enjoying a slice of pizza right now, I am so jealous. Welcome to Run Now Pizza Later. Let's dig in. Today, we are going to talk about how to get started running. We're going to go over why you should start running, what you need, like what you really need to start running, and how you should start your runs. I am so excited about this. I'm very passionate about it, especially right now in a time where it is difficult to get to the gym because most of them are closed. You have a couple options. You can either do workouts at home, which if you've never done that before, I actually have over 20 free home workouts that you can do. I'll put the link in the show notes here, or it's also in my Instagram bio. So you can either do home workouts or you can run or walk or do something outside. In New York City, one of the few reasons that we're actually allowed outside right now is for solo exercise. So being able to run is something that I really value highly. I went on a run today and it was beautiful outside. If you have thought about running, I really want to help you know how to get started because it can feel a little bit overwhelming. If you Google how to start running, you might get a little bit overwhelmed. So this is all based on my experience, but let's dive into why I think you should start running. Number one it is free. Yep, free. So even if after this time of quarantine ends, you want to keep doing it, you can still keep doing it for free. It doesn't cost you anything extra. Two, you can do it alone, which is very important right now, but I also highly value that outside of quarantine times because for me, it's a time where I get to be a little bit more introspective and I get to manage my anxiety and have that time solely to myself, just me and my thoughts. Number three, you can do it outside or you can do it on a treadmill. So if you have a treadmill in your house, then you can obviously do it there. But I really recommend running outside right now. We need vitamin D and a lot of us are staying in our houses. It's a great way to get you outside, get you in the fresh air, get you some sunlight. I only run outside. I hate the treadmill, (laughs) but if you like it, then you got to do what works for you. What do you need to start running? It comes down for me to three things. One, a pair of shoes, preferably closed-toed sneakers or tennis shoes, depending on where you are. Two, workout clothes. And three, sunscreen. Yes, you should always wear sunscreen, even if it's cloudy, even if it's winter. You should always wear sunscreen if you're running outside. I personally use the Kula brand. I can link that in the show notes, too, if you need it. It doesn't really matter. Just wear a sunscreen. (laughs) If you're running on a treadmill, that list is actually even smaller. All you need are shoes. And yeah, you you still need workout clothes. So (laughs) we're good. Yeah. (laughs) Shoes and workout clothes if you're running on a treadmill inside. 
So those are, those to me are the three things that you need to actually start running. I will say that if you are serious about making running a part of your life, I highly recommend getting fitted for running shoes and your arches. I recently went and got refitted and found out that I actually need arches and that's why I've been having some pain in my feet. Having shoes that match what your stride needs is super important for safety. So if you are planning on running and continuing to run after this time is over, I would highly recommend that you go to any running store and they'll put you on a treadmill. You just run for a little while and they usually will record your feet hitting the ground and tell you what shoes are best for you. Not necessary. It is a little bit expensive. Good running shoes are generally a little bit expensive, but you don't absolutely need them if you're just going to be a recreational runner. I'm just saying it makes you more safe. Okay. So like I said, The only things that you absolutely need to get started running are shoes, sunscreen, and workout clothes. But there are a list of nice-to-haves, things that I think make the experience a little bit nicer. So I'm going to go through those two. Number one is headphones and a phone so that you can listen to music. I personally run with my AirPods. I've also run with just some Bluetooth headphones that wrap around your neck. And I know that my husband runs with those still. I can link those in the show notes as well if you're looking for gear. You don't need to listen to music to start running. In fact, some runners don't listen to music at all. They don't listen to books. They don't listen to anything. They just go outside and run. I am not quite there yet, so I still need to listen to something. And I go back and forth between music and books. Um, My husband, I know, has gone out and practiced running without listening to anything because during the New York City Marathon, it can get so loud that you can't even hear your music anyway. So he'll sometimes go out and not listen to anything. But I do think that it makes it a little bit more enjoyable. The second thing on my nice to have list is a hat or some cheap sunglasses. I run with either free sunglasses or like $10 pairs, nothing expensive because I'm afraid that it's going to fall off of my face and it's going to be a waste of money. So the hat and the sunglasses are really just for sunny days. When you're running against the sun, it can get frustrating trying to see and you need to be able to see to run. So I highly recommend having like just a cheap pair that you don't use for anything else. You just use it for running. I also recommend a running belt or an armband. The running belts that I like are called flip belts. They have holes on the inside and you flip them over so that your stuff is protected and you can put your phone in there and your keys in there. I don't like armbands. I've never run with them, but you know, people love them. So you do what works for you. I'll link to the flip belts that I used. I actually don't even normally take them out with me anymore. Most of the time I'm running, I'm holding my phone. I have a loopy case, so I'm just able to to hold it and I've never had a problem with my phone falling out if that's something that you're worried about. So that's what I do. You might want to have your phone with you though if you are going to be using the next thing on my list, which is an app or a running watch. So you would want one of those, an app or a running watch, if you're trying to track your mileage. So if you're trying to see any improvements, most of the apps or running watches will log your paces for you so that you don't have to do any of those calculations and you don't have to do any tracking. When I first started, I actually would write down on a physical calendar how far I went and how fast I was going. That's a lot of work. So having an app, there are a lot of free ones out there. Map My Run, um, Strava is paid, I think. I personally use a running watch, so I use my Apple Watch. There's Garmin watches, which are more geared towards runners. 
it's really personal preference. None of those things on the list are necessary, but they are nice to have. That is the extent of my running gear list. Those are the only things that I need. Sometimes if I'm going out on a longer duration run, which if you're just starting out, you probably won't be, I will take goo or some uh, running fuel with me, but for the most part, I don't. Okay, so now that you know why you should start running and what you need to start running, let's talk about how to start running. So before you even start, I want you to think about safety. You should be wearing something that is weather appropriate and bright so that you can be seen. You should also tell somebody that you are going on a run and where and how far you're going for. You always want somebody to know those things just in case. I hope nothing ever happens to you when you are on a run, but you need to remember to be diligent, aware of your surroundings. And in the worst case scenario, you want somebody to know how long you're probably going to be gone for so that if you're gone longer, they'll check in on you. And if they can't reach you, they need to know where you're going to be running so they know where to look for you. Okay, so now we are at the point where you are about to start and you're excited and you're, you know, turning on your music and you're getting ready to go and you're pumped up and you might want to go fast. I'm telling you to start slow like really slow. Most of your runs should feel like you can and want to go faster. That's awesome. You need to hold back because if you start too fast, you'll either burn out or you'll hurt yourself. And if you burn out, then you're going to feel discouraged because you went too fast and now you have to slow down. Or if you hurt yourself, then you're not going to be able to be running for a while. If you struggle with starting slow and feeling like you need to be going faster to be a quote-unquote real runner like I did. I really recommend the Nike Running Club app with their guided runs. Coach Bennett is amazing at talking about starting your runs easy and keeping most of your runs easy. He does a better job than I ever will at trying to motivate you to be able to stay going slow or easy. Easy is probably a better word here. Even if your run is an easy run, you probably will hit hard times during that easy run. Even if your effort is easy, even if you are feeling like it's easy for most of the run, at some point it will get hard. You need to remember this is a journey and it should be hard at times. Not always, at times. Comfort is a casualty of growth. That basically means you need to have those hard times, those difficult times to get better. The disclaimer here is if you feel like you are in pain, I don't want you to push through pain. If it just feels difficult or if it feels like you can't do it, I want you to push through that. That's just probably mental more than anything. But if you feel like you were hurting, I don't want you to push through that. That runs the risk of injury. So know that it should be hard. It should feel hard. It should feel like your effort is hard at times, but it should not hurt. Those are my tips on mentality. I'm going to go through a couple things that were my mistakes when I first started, and hopefully they'll help you. I kind of already talked about this, but my biggest mistake when I first started running was going fast at the start and feeling like I had to stop after. And it made me very discouraged and made me feel like I wasn't a real runner. 
because I should have been able to go fast and keep going fast. Intervals can help with this. I personally didn't like running intervals. They do make apps like Catch to 5K, which help you time your intervals without a ton of mental energy. They just personally didn't work for me. I preferred creating my own plan. And what I recommend more than anything is finding your own speed, even if it feels like you're not quote unquote running or like you're just just quote unquote jogging really slowly jogging. Now, how about how do you keep motivation? If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I really hate the word motivation, but what you're trying to do when you say motivation is maintain consistency. What I do to make sure that I'm consistent is sign up for a race. Once you have a race, you have a goal. And when you have a goal, then you have to have a plan. And when you have a plan, plans are easy to follow. If you look at your schedule, it says that you're going to run today. You've already committed. You're recommitting to your training plan and you have to do it because you told yourself you would. So I really recommend signing up for a race. If you're just starting out, I recommend starting with a 5K personally, but you know, to each their own. I think that I talked about this in the first episode of the podcast, but for me, running to music didn't work. I had to listen to books or podcasts in order to get my pacing down. They actually make some apps that will curate music playlists for you with the same beats per minute. So the pace of the songs is the same and that could help you pace as well. I also really, 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 really recommend running outside. And if you are running outside, I recommend doing different paths, different areas, going in different directions. Remember, always tell somebody where you're going, but you can still, you can change it up. Changing it up is crucial for me to stay interested in running. Now, those are the things that didn't work for me and the things that do, but really all that matters is what's going to work for you. You need to find what works for you. Is it running for time? As in, I'm going to run for 10 minutes. Is it running for distance? As in, I'm going to run for a mile. Is it running in the morning when you first get up? Is it running at night before you go to bed? Do you like running alone? Do you like running with a friend? Everyone is different and everyone likes different things. So you have to find what you enjoy in order to make this enjoyable. Because at the end of the day, you won't keep doing it if there isn't something you enjoy about it. Even if the only thing you enjoy is the pride of saying you went on a run today. That's fine. Before I leave you guys with all of these tips on how to start running, the last thing I want to tell you is something that I learned from one of those Nike Running Club guided runs. Don't wait till the end of the run to celebrate the run. Celebrate the start because the fact that you started the run is a win, but also celebrate the middle. Think throughout the run how amazing you are for running. It's amazing that you are running. Celebrate that. You don't need to wait until the end. If you wait until the end, you will feel disappointed if you aren't able to finish. So celebrate the start, celebrate the middle, celebrate every milestone in between, and enjoy the run. Enjoy the journey. Guys, I am so proud of you. I know you are about to go so far, as in like so many miles far. I can't wait to see how far you go. I hope these tips helped you if you are about to start running or if you are already a runner. I hope they were a good reminder. 
as always, let me know if you have any questions. And I would love it if you would tag me in your next run. On Instagram, I'm at runnowpizzalater. All right, friends, this was so much fun. Thank you for hanging out with me, but I actually got to run. So you can find me on runnowpizzalater.com or catch up with me in real time on Instagram at runnowpizzalater.